What's going on everyone? Welcome back to Panels on Pages. My name is Dolly Water and today I'm giving Marvel Disney a Christmas present. I want to give you the way, the definitive, awesome, fun, fantastical way to introduce the X-Men into the MCU without ever needing to explain anything. One caveat, you will need Chris Evans for a season finale cameo, but this is how you do it. You do a series set, I mean, set whenever you want, but regardless of when you want to set it, say it's the 60s, say it's the 70s, whatever you want to set it, Steve Rogers is there in the main timeline, right? You say, out the gate, when mutants are explained and you explain the X gene and all that stuff, you say, they live longer. They have longer lives. Call it, they age at one-tenth, one-tenth the rate of humans. This allows you to have a Magneto who survived the Holocaust and still only be about not even 10 years older visually, okay? That's important. This allows you to have a young Magneto in the present day who did experience the horrors of the Holocaust, okay? There, I, I, have, I have then given you the first part of that gift, explaining how Magneto is alive and he survived the Holocaust, okay? Easy. And for those wondering about, oh, what about Wolverine? Like, he already ages slowly. You just say he ages extra slowly. One one-thousandth the rate of normal humans. That way, it's only been like 20 years for him, even though he's been alive for 200. So there, that's how we fix the aging thing. Now, you run, you run your first X-Men, and I would say you run the original team, as was, like as was, you do obviously out the gate make Bobby gay because he's gay in the comics, but make his keeping that secret like part of his own internal drama, part of why he's a jokester and why he's like the most fun. He wants to just like make his the spectacle he creates part of his cover, if you will. Now, aside from that, I'm not going to talk how what other casting changes you might make. Um, you could easily make Scott black you can I mean like there's there's options there i'm i'm gonna leave that to the professionals i personally don't care uh i think practically speaking if you are going to set it in the 60s there is going to be more attention drawn if you will to a group of people uh that are kind of out of place already if they have a black person with them uh if it's in the 60s there's just no way around that you know if you're if you're gonna do any sort of realism to the history of the world um there's just no way around that so effectively it would just be a group of white kids but that is not necessarily the only way to do it there are options you could do it differently you could make people different ethnicities besides warren i would say nobody needs to be white uh, Warren is the only one that I would say need, like, needs might even be too strong a word, but Warren would probably best be served by being white because he's supposed to be like legacy rich. His whole family's supposed to be rich. So there, like there's ways around that, obviously storytelling. But again, I, I think the only thing that you would definitely want to do is make sure that Bobby is gay. Um, and again, that he could be out to the team. He could be out to Jean directly because like, you know, she senses it and he, like, she's his confidant, you know, there's just, there's ways to do it. 
that's the easy part. More than anything, the representation of different ethnicities is going to probably be the hardest hurdle to overcome if it's set in the 60s. But you do the original arc. You, you, you can really just do like the original arc as is. Um, fighting Magneto, you introduce the Juggernaut, you have the Brotherhood of Mutants could be the villains. Like, it's all kind of just there. It, it can honestly be done in a way, like it, it's all kind of already there. Like the stories are already there. And then during their escapades, they start getting news coverage and more and more things start happening to where people know about them. And that's why in the season finale, and if you're going to do the 10 episodes like the other shows, I would do this like as a tight 10, maybe 13 episodes. I would prefer to personally see more development of this, but that's just because I'm an X-Men fan and I want the most X-Men stuff that you can give me. As news coverage escalates, you see somebody watching the news and be like, what? Like, I, I don't remember. Like, I don't recall. Like, this is something Fury would have told me about. Right? Midway through the season, you see that. Three quarters through the season, you see this person ask, I mean, ugh, man, if you get Peggy too, ah, he asks Peggy, hey, mutants. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's something we've been monitoring. Like, we're not really getting involved. And he's like, but there was no such thing. Kind of giving the viewer an indication that he has told her some stuff, not necessarily everything. So then he's like, wait, they can't be here. Because if this is not the same, we don't win. Makes his way to New York, find, like follows them home after a fight one day, shows up, and he's like, you can't be here. Just like legit says, you can't be here. Like he opens the door, you know, it's like a fun little thing. You know, Scott, why don't you get the door? We've got a special guest. Because he's already read his mind. Because, because, and I think this is important, this is asshole Xavier. He's poking around through heads all day, every day. We definitely, definitely see Xavier wipe out an entire town's memory of them in like the first episode, right? Definitely. Like, no, 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 we're not, we can't, we can't, we can't be seen. People can't know about us yet. Full wipe. Without discussing it, without consulting, without anything. Just wipe. We need to see the potential and the, the, the fear and where it comes from. So when he says, Scott, can you get the door? We've got a special guest. He already read him, and he knows it's Captain America coming in. Scott opens the door. It's Chris Evans. He's like, may I help you? He's like, who's in charge here? Xavier wheels in. I am Mr. Rogers. And he's like, what the fuck? And he just looks at him, and he says, you can't be here. The, that's the penultimate episode, if you will. And that last episode is... That last episode, maybe there's like something ha like there is obviously a climactic fight, but during that fight back at the institute, Steve's like, "You cannot exist. I don't know what exactly happened, but you cannot exist because the future is in jeopardy if you're here, because you are jeopardizing the math." And he's like, "You're fucking crazy, dude." He's like. You clearly read my mind when I was walking up. Read my mind now. And he's like, boom, and you get flashbacks of Endgame. And it's like, oh, shit. Maybe even a flashback. It's like one of those, like, I feel, I feel 
if you're if you're just really bold and you just got some cameo money with you, Disney, you get Downey and Evans to do a flashback of them talking right uh, after he he got back to Earth, and he's like, you know, Strange did his future. Strange did the future vision thing. There's only one way we win. Blah blah blah. So he's like, you know, we have to go the one route. So Steve put two and two together and he's like, listen, there were no mutants in the future. There were no mutants. They didn't exist. We, no one knew about mutants. No one talked about them. This is not something that can be part of the historical record. And he's like, what the fuck are you telling me? Are you telling me that I just need to like, do I need to kill off all the mutants? Like this... Like, I see that this happened. This is a real thing that happened. He's like, I understand the, the dire necessity of this, but what are you telling me? And Steve's like, I don't know what to tell you, but you cannot be here. And that is essentially like, Steve leaves, the team comes back, that is the end of season one. The, then you maybe go into a movie where the premise is how the fuck do we disappear the entire mutant species and you come up with what happened at the end of the last uncanny x-men series where emma had a effectively a cerebro type rig that made everyone forget mutants existed for for a bit she turned it back off but my point is because mutants don't age as fast as as people do you have them just erase everyone. Season two, you come back out from, you do this movie, you do a season two, what's happening in the meantime, you do, call it six episodes, right? Six decades. Per decade, what they're doing in the, in the background. Because like, no one can, at this point, if you do it like they did in the comics, people can't even perceive mutants. They can't, like, you could... Pull claws out right in front of someone. They wouldn't see them. They wouldn't see that happen. So you show them maybe being part of certain things without being recognized, without anyone knowing that it happened. So then by the end of that season, you show them being part of Endgame, being part of the attack on New York, being part of Infinity War. Like, they were there, just not there there. You know what I mean? Like, they, people didn't see them. And at the end of that season, after the blip, like... One episode is just like the five years and it's just like scene after scene changing, like half the people are missing, half the team's missing. Then you, you know, Xavier maybe was like the power battery for the thing and he went comatose when everyone fucking blipped out. When everyone comes back, he's shocked awake. He almost fucking screws up, let's say. Almost fucking loses the, the, the illusion. And when they, when they start hearing about what happened, when they hear about Thanos, when they hear about the fight, he's like, it's finally over. And he fucking takes it off. And that's how you end season two. And at that point, mutants are everywhere. No need to explain. No need to fucking backtrack. At that point, mutants are everywhere. And... You could just go on with including them in the other shit, right? When you do a Black Panther 3, you do a Storm cameo with a recast T'Challa. Like, it, it effectively has to happen. I understand that there is 
a matter of respect that they're suggesting, I think it would be disrespectful to devalue that franchise by not having a Black Panther main actor involved. But that's me. So that's how you do it. That's how you bring mutants into the MCU and say they've always been there. Now you could use the Fox actors. Like I said, they age slowly. So that's why, that's why it made sense that in the last series, Cyclops and Days of Future Past looked the same as Cyclops did in Apocalypse and basically looked the same as Cyclops in Dark Phoenix. Like they age slowly, right? So you could, you could definitely use some of that cast if they wanted to do it, otherwise you could recast, but you could still say that they came over from the multiverse, like, and that's, they just got populated within the, within the main timeline. It's doable. It's definitely doable. I'm, I personally am the most excited for when the X-Men are added to the MCU. I am the most excited about that. Fantastic Four is probably my next most excited thing. Um, and... And coming up third is definitely what the new Avengers will look like. What the proper Avengers lineup will look like. Because I recall a time when they announced Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and 2. And I said, Cap and Tony die, which they're out of the picture, so I was right. And I said, you have War Machine. Uh, I don't think Spider-Man was in play yet, so I don't think I said Spider-Man. But I said... You have the remaining Avengers, Black Panther, I think War Machine, and Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel leading them. That was my call, so I am I am of the belief that likely Captain Marvel would be the leader, if not Captain America. Like, one of those two is, is going to be... I had not foreseen at the time that they would go down... Although, I don't even know if that existed yet. So, it looks like 2014 was when they announced Infinity War and when Captain America was passed down to Sam. So, I did not know about the Captain America thing, I don't believe. So, I, I never took that into account. But, with one of the, one of the fucking captains. There's going to be a captain at the head of the Avengers is the point. <laughs> Either Captain Marvel or Captain America. But that's like, I, I'm just curious about that 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 configuration like that group like what that's going to look like and how they're going to work together that's what i'm interested in fantastic four i am super super interested to see how they do it i feel like as much as people might not like it i feel like it's going to look a lot more like 2005 than it did like 2017 quote me on that i think fantastic four will look markedly more like 2005 than the 2017 fan four stick nonsense bullshit and x-men I don't know what X-Men's going to look like, but I hope it's something like what I've just said here today. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.